Welcome, everyone, to the latest episode of the Graw Pod. Doug Graw here, excited to be back here. We're recording on December 15th, right here before the holidays hit. Gary's tied up today. He's doing some good work with some clients today on some of their year-end and 2024 planning. But I am excited that we're going to do a little bit different today. This Graw Pod doesn't just happen, and it's honestly not even that Gary and I do a lot of the work. Greg Thompson is the man behind the scenes who makes a lot of it go. Greg has lived many lives in the marketing and communications world, sometimes behind the scenes, other times right in front of the camera, right in front of the microphone. And I'm going to invite him to come out and be on the microphone, so to speak, and fire away at me whatever questions that he might have that he hears in the industry. Greg has been in the industry. I'm not going to speculate on the number of years, but our paths have crossed at various trucking companies, big and small, over the past 10, 20 years. I know he's been in the industry longer than that. So we both have worked for some mega trucking companies. We both have interacted with some mini trucking companies and a lot of trucking companies in between. I know that Greg and I both come from a perspective of we love trucking companies and we love helping them. So with that, Greg, welcome and thank you for all you do for us. Well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me on here. It's nice to come out of the shadows every once in a while. It's like I'm a groundhog or something. I've seen my shadow. (laughs) I know we're a little early for that. And again, I want to give you and Gary props for the thought leadership that you've provided through the Grapod. It's very well respected throughout the industry. That has to do with what you guys are sharing on it. And as we look back at 2023, Doug, what are three things that stand out to you in this year? Well, first and foremost is the freight market. Talking with clients, I know that a lot of pain, a lot of frustration, a lot of stressful days and nights dealing with the freight market. I think people were hoping, anticipating, expecting, whatever you want to say, that there might have been a turn earlier in the year. And I know that there were some decent months here and there, but for the most part, I think a pretty trying freight market for most companies. So I think the biggest thing that jumps out to me is that freight market. Secondly, that jumps out at me, and this is a little bit of a lawyer thing that gets me is the continued pace of new regulations, new issues to come out with. Here we are in December 15th, one that isn't getting talked about a lot, and it's not as particular to trucking, but it's going to impact every trucking and logistics company out there. There's a new federal regulation or a federal law called the Corporate Transparency Act that goes into effect on 1-1. So beginning next year, and the deadlines are a little bit different. I don't want people to think that, oh my God, I've got something to do on 1-1. But in 2024, companies are going to have to disclose to the federal government, who their owners are, who their board members are, who their officers are. And nobody feels real great about disclosing some of that kind of stuff. Don't need to go into all the details here, but whether it's that, the NLRB, the Department of Labor, all sorts of different city regulations and state regulations, the onslaught keeps on coming. I think the third thing that jumps out at me, and even though we don't honestly do a ton in the maintenance world, and I'm going to add a fourth to it. I know you said three, but I'm going to add a fourth. The third is continuing to hear the pain and frustration that carriers have with downtime parts and stuff like that. I don't hear people knocking their vendors. That's just the state of the supply chain when it comes to trying to get stuff fixed and trying to get people to fix it. And that would be the fourth thing is there continues to be an issue, I think, in the industry, whether we're talking drivers, technicians, office personnel, executive level, entry level, in between, finding, retaining good talent. I think some people are doing really good at that stuff. There's some others that aren't doing as much. So I think that continued in 2023 is that challenge for people. 
Well, first of all, you covered a lot of ground here. And when I hear about that new regulation, it seems to me that it sounds a lot like a different version of Sarbanes-Oxley in a way. I was at a public company that went private and that was one of the things that really drove them back to being private was that, hey, we don't have to deal with Sarbanes-Oxley anymore. It sounds like everybody's gonna have to do that now. Yeah, if you're in the banking industry, this is nothing new. You've dealt with this since 9-11 and Sarbanes-Oxley and some of that stuff. I don't know exactly which regulations brought it out, but they've been dealing with it for a long time. The investment world, the banking world, stuff like that. This is really gonna now expand to you and your sister have an LLC for an Airbnb that you're doing with mom and dad's cabin. You gotta disclose now. You've got a trucking company, you gotta disclose now you got anything in between, you got to disclose now. The good thing is there's not a fee associated with it. That doesn't mean you're not going to be paying people to do the forms for you and all that kind of stuff. And all this is brand new. I'm sure there's lots of people and even the agencies themselves who are still going to try to have to figure out how this is going to work, but it's coming and it's something we have to deal with. Well, the nice thing is in trucking, there are so many regulations and some would argue that it is the most regulated industry in the United States that what's one more? There's some of that, yes, and we definitely have our fair share. Yes, I would put us up against a lot of industries, but I also know we are not the only heavily regulated industry. I'm sure if you're a manufacturer of hazardous materials or if you're in the medical industry, healthcare industry, tons of regulations to deal with. And I am not one that all regulations are terrible. There's plenty of bad ones out there, but some regulation is good. And if you look back to our freight market, what's going on with our freight market, we had a whole bunch of capacity come into the market a couple of years ago. Lots of people going out and getting their authority thinking, oh, I can go make a few bucks. Oh, I hear great things are happening in trucking. I know a guy that can drive. I'm going to go buy a truck with him and he's going to drive and we're going to make millions of dollars. I got calls from people wanting to start those kind of businesses two years ago. So people thought there's great things to do. Well, that led to an awful lot of new DOT numbers, awful lot of new people thinking they're going to be in trucking, and that is driving down some of the rates. I'm not going to declare myself an inventory expert, but as inventories of loosen and all that kind of stuff, and freight just isn't what it was a couple of years ago. You could argue more regulations that make it a little bit tougher to get into trucking might actually be good. But again, there should be some amount of regulation to ensure that the people who are trying to run these trucking companies are trying to do it in a good way. As we look at the freight market, and you guys have talked about it all year, it's been a challenging freight market. That's one adjective that we can put in front of it. Other people have other names for it. As we look ahead to 2024, talk about some of the biggest challenges, biggest opportunities that you see in the year going forward. Well, I do think that freight market is going to continue to be one of the biggest challenges. How do we differentiate ourselves from our competition? Because getting more freight may really require taking from competition. So what are you going to do to set yourself apart? I think that's going to be the biggest challenge of the year for companies. So I'd be asking them, okay, well, what's your plan? Who is leading your plan? Who's executing your plan? Do they know what they're doing? Do they know what they're different, how they're selling you? Are we just dialing for loads? There are times when you should just dial for loads. Sometimes that is just what you need to do. But even when you're just dialing for loads, what is it that you're saying about your business that is different? What freight type, not just dry van truckload or not just temperature control, but really what industry segments do you excel in? What lanes do you excel in? Yeah, another lane might be great, might sound good, but if it's in an area of the country you don't really ever touch, it might actually end up hurting you more. 
So where exactly do you need business? Do you have the right people in place to go get that business? Do they know what they need to go get for you? Do they have a plan for going get it for you? I still think that's going to be one of the biggest challenges of 2024 is what people are going to do there. I think after that, you could rank them in any number of orders, but more equipment regulations are coming. So what are you doing on the equipment side? I'm not saying everybody needs to go out and buy brand new trucks tomorrow, but people do need to be thinking about three, five, seven years from now, what does equipment look like? What does the equipment buying strategy look like? A lot of trucking companies will get a little bit sideways on the costs when their equipment buying gets out of whack and they end up with bubbles of equipment in a year and then no equipment for three or four years. And then you get the bubbles of expenses that go along with that. So continuing to manage equipment expenses effectively and people. The people who run trucking companies, I'd like them to spend more time on and more focus on do you have the right people in the right spots trained effectively and supported effectively and directed effectively to go get you done what needs to be done. I am a big believer that execution is better than strategy. So it's not so much that do you have the magic freight mix? You can always get better at freight mix. And we've got some friends in that sort of consulting that are fantastic and would love to introduce you to them because they're great at what they do. We're more about do you have the right people in place that can go get you a good freight mix? And I'd like to see more trucking companies spend more time on that. The amount of people that call me and say, honestly, these people, this person, I don't know what they're really doing for me anymore. I don't know what they're going and getting for me anymore. And they're asking Gary and I for some advice on what to do. And honestly, a lot of times they kind of know the answer. They might be looking for a little bit of guidance on how to do it. But yeah, spend time with your people. And I'm not alluding to terminations. A lot of times it is, have you actually set them up for success? The main thing I'm hearing you talk about is have a plan, have a strategy. The temptation, Doug, as you know, we've been in such a valley, such a desert of freight that a lot of these companies, some of the folks that may be listening to us right now, have just been trying to survive in 2023. So how do you have the discipline to go from I'm surviving I just want to grab revenue. I just want to do whatever I can to actually having a plan and building your business. Well, what's funny about that is I hear from companies a year and a half, two years ago, I don't have time to plan. I don't have time to do this and do that because we're so busy with all the freight we have. We just got to cover loads every day. So I'm too busy in a wildly successful way to do any planning. And then you've got, I'm too busy trying to survive every day to do any planning. So part of me is like, okay, so when can you plan? Are you just waiting for this magical day when you've got a nice blend of busy and not busy? Because it's not going to happen. You're never going to find that magical day. You do have to be disciplined about just forcing it upon yourself. I am a big believer in a plan. You should have a plan. I also see companies kind of get paralyzed by the planning process. You can't drown yourself in it. You have to find that blend between I've got to act and I've got to plan. And to me, the planning is about getting you generally going in a certain direction. It is not about getting you on one specific line and thou shall not deviate one step from that line. If you try that, it's not going to work. It's trucking. Um, trucking it, changes all the time. Exactly. So it really has more to do with just, do you have some guardrails? Do you have some metrics that you're going to use to measure yourself? And do you have metrics that you're going to be able to see 
and say, okay, our plan is this much growth, this much profit, this much margin, whatever it is. Okay, but what are you looking at on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that is a good signal for what that profit eventually is gonna look like? And when are you gonna hold yourself accountable to do something different? Because what you don't wanna have a situation is, I kept thinking it was gonna get better, I kept thinking it was gonna get better, and all of a sudden it's next November, next October, and you're like, it never got better. Did you do anything different? When you saw this number in February or in March or in April, did you do anything different? That's what I want people to avoid. Doug, you've shared so many great observations with us over this time. In addition to what you've already shared as we wrap things up here, my final question, what one takeaway, what one piece of advice can you give people as we wrap up this year and enter 2024? I wouldn't say this that it's special for 2024, but it's something that I believe in in a significant way for businesses and organizations of any type and being able to have success, and that is having goals, having a scorecard along the way. If you measure it, you can move it. That doesn't mean you need to measure and focus on every metric under the sun, but have that handful of metrics, three, four, five metrics that you're paying the most attention to and focus on moving those. If you don't have that scorecard for your company, and if your various department leaders don't have it for their departments and your frontline people don't have it for their roles, it really is kind of tough to get things moving and changing and so forth. So have that scorecard, have some goals from people, make sure they're aligned they don't conflict with one another. And I think you'll be kind of amazed at what you can move just by seeing that data, seeing those metrics along the way. You say that stuff out loud, you track it, you report it, you hold yourself accountable to it, a lot of good things can happen. Thank you, Greg, for stepping in front of the mic here for us and helping out with this. Greatly appreciated the discussion. Definitely wishing everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, Happy Holidays to you and yours. And most importantly, be safe out there on the road and looking forward to more Grab Pods in 2024. Thank you all.